Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Ledeham. Hello, and thank you for listening and downloading the podcast. I'm going to make another connection today with one of the sweetest people you've ever met here in this town of Nashville, uh, introducing you to Andrea Goodman in just a little bit. Can I thank you first for over 20,000 streams? As of this morning, we're taping this show November the 19th for December the 15th published. We publish every um, Wednesday morning, early in the morning, so that when you wake up on Wednesday morning, you can listen to the latest connection. Uh, so anyway, I know that you're sharing it, and I know that you're telling folks about it because 20,000 plus streams as of this morning, not streams, downloads. And I have you to thank. And um, I'm just so thrilled about that. This little show we started during pandemic, um, you know, is is blowing up. So uh, way to go. Thank you. And uh, keep on subscribing. Keep on spreading it around. Before we get to Andrea, can I thank our sponsor, Discover Sooner, and my friend, Nancy Deccan. You know, they had a nice event this week where you could pitch to the publisher, you know, online, Zoom, no matter where you are. Uh, she brings publishers in like that. It's just one of the many services that she does on discoversooner.com. To find out more, listen to episode two here in season two. Nancy was our guest. She did some. She's a songwriter and a plugger and a publisher, and she does this uh, Discover Sooner as well. So it's a great online community. Other songwriters that you can collaborate with. There are publishers. Uh, it's a good way to make a connection and to get discovered sooner. DiscoverSooner.com. Go there when you get a chance. Certainly appreciate that. Well, she says, I'm an artist songwriter from the bluegrass. I live in Nash, Vegas, and I am blessed. And then she says, life's a garden. Dig it, y'all. <laughs> Andrea Goodman, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Dave? <laughs> Doing great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You're one of the nicest, sweetest uh, people here in this town, and it's a pleasure Aww. to have you on the show. I'm going to start with a song from uh, your CD. This sure. is your uh, EP, right? Yeah, that's the album I put out in 2019. Okay, this is called The More I Twang. Oh, I love it.
<laughs> oh, you gotta love it. That is such a clever, clever song. Why, well, thank you. Andrea Goodman, who is our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Nice to have you here, Andrea. Thanks. Who, who did you write that with? Tell us about that. Part. I wrote that with Stone Eiley. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No. He's a very talented songwriter here in Nashville, as there are many, many, name, many. Name is Stone Stone. I love him already. S-T-O-N-E. And then... uh, Sounds like a tough guy. (laughs) A-I-E-L-L-I. He's from Virginia. It's so funny. I met him at Bellport Taps a few years ago where I've met a lot of people. I was very inebriated (laughs) after a long day. And I just uh, got drunker and drunker. And he was standing there and he's like, you know, the more you drink, the more you twang. And I was like... Actually, I do. <laughs> Got to write that. Yeah. When we were sober, we wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, did you did you just like a shot in between, you know, uh, stanzas or whatever? Honestly, no. Game? No, just... no, I think we may have had one shot, maybe, <laughs> but that was it. Very cool. Yeah. So do you really, you're, you do have a little twang. So where are you, yeah. where are you from? So I am, as you said, from the bluegrass. Bluegrass. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kentucky. Central Kentucky. Central Kentucky. Yeah. South mm-hmm. of Lexington, about an hour and a half. That explains so. the UK uh, t-shirt. That's she's, she's right. Wildcat fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgive you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not really. I spent 25 years in Cincinnati. So right. there, were, there were always enemies. Bearcats, wildcats. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway. <laughs> I still love you. We still love each other. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days. I know you keep very busy. I do. I I try to keep very busy. I moved here to do this over seven years ago now, Mm -hmm. and I've I've built up a network of people to write with, and uh, I book people. Mm -hmm. I host a show once a week, as you said. I also play several shows uh, regionally. I do a lot of cover shows. Also play on Broadway. But I host Songwriters Nights where we only play original music, so I do a little bit of all of it. Wow. Really. It's crazy down there on Broadway, doesn't it? It is. Yes. It can be fun. I go at the more tame time. Do you? Yeah. People yeah. are hungover and quiet, <laughs> or they're just getting started and they're pretty quiet. I guess. <laughs> you know, the thing, it, it really takes talent to, to do that. It you does. Should, you have to have a huge uh, repertoire of songs. It's called my cell phone. It's called cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> my duo partner refuses to buy a phone holder. He's like, I can't read that fast. <laughs> and so I have my little thing that latches on to the mic stand and yeah. I got guitar tabs, man. And it's all kinds of music, All right? kinds. People yeah. don't realize that we talk about Nashville uh, and people say, well, that's a country music town. It, it's so diverse. It is diverse. Yeah. This is a music town. It's it music is. music city. Right. For a reason, it's never always been uh, just country. It's no. everything. It's both kinds of music, country and western. A country and western. <laughs> no, it's everything. It really is. It's yeah. everything. And when you go down and you you uh, get down on Broadway, you sue and you, you soon find out. You all do? The, yeah. All these honky-tonks, sometimes three levels of, bar, of uh, bands playing. Right. Uh, plus the rooftop bar mm-hmm. and at all times of the day. So um, it's, it's, it's something to see. When you come and you visit Nashville, you may even see uh, Andrea Goodman. Where you do, might. Where do you like to play? 
So, are you talking about downtown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play at Costa Rosa, which is Miranda Lambert's it's the new, new Ran- place. Miranda Lambert place. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you love her, don't you? I, lo- I love her just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I play there and I play all of her songs. And I'm like, I've only been practicing for this gig for like 12 years now. <laughs> you, you can even sound like her when you sing. Oh. Yeah, I've heard it. You can. Yeah. Well, cool. When you want to. Yeah. <laughs> right. When mm-hmm. I try. Mm-hmm. Um, we play there. Luke Bryan's. Uh, Jason Aldean's is another one wow. on the rooftop there. So Awesome. Cool places. Yeah. And now you have a duet partner these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Blake Essie. He's uh-huh. very talented. He's from Virginia. And he's actually out in Vegas as we speak. Wow. Playing at the MGM this week. Wow. I hope to go do that with him in February. Wow. Fingers crossed. They're working That'd on it. That'd be great. Yeah. Get out to Vegas. Yeah. Not just Nash Vegas, but Vegas Vegas. Vegas Vegas. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I hope that happens for you. I'm pulling yeah. for you. Yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're sitting around the dining room table as we do on this show every week. We get amazing sound in this little dining room. I love room it. In Hermitage. Yeah. And this, uh, this table's a Duncan Fife. It used to belong to my mother-in-law, Jenny. Aww. And um, so I'm always honored when folks bring their instruments and play around the dining room table. So I'm yeah. going to invite you to do the same thing. I you got a song it. you want to play for us? I do, actually. Um, I write with a very talented singer-songwriter based here out of Nashville. She tours all the way around. Erica, Sun- Erica Sunshine Lee ah. is her name. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. I haven't. She's super talented. She's around the show, huh? I know. Uh-huh. She would do that if you can catch her in town. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part. But uh, we've had some great male influences in our lives within our families, and we wrote this song about them, and it's called Poster Child. Oh, wow. He doesn't say much. Watch out, because when he does, it's the kind of advice you want to listen to. He's not just nine to five. He works to stay alive. Earned scars on his hands and paid his dues. And his corn is better than any grocery store. Come sunrise, his boots will hit the floor. He's got Jesus saves on the back of his Chevrolet. As he takes a sip of his homemade wine. Says it ain't that dang hard to live a simple life. Yeah, he's an American made poster child. He's not one for violence, but if it came down to a riot man, he ain't afraid to use his automatic. Just get a buck for his supper, he can fish like no other. And that damn tobacco is his only bad habit Rub around the edges like the hat he wears He'll die smiling even if he ain't a millionaire He's got Jesus saves on the back of his Chevrolet As he takes a sip of his homemade wine Says it ain't that dang hard to live a simple life yeah, he's an American-made poster child. A Vietnam veteran, you better believe it, man. He's proud of his heritage, still loves the wife that married him. He's got Jesus saints on the back of his Chevrolet as he takes a sip of his homemade wine. 
This isn't ain't that damn hard to live a simple life. Yeah, he's an American made poster child. Well, I love it. Andrea Goodman on the Songwriter Connection podcast. It's country music. It is. It really is. Yeah. You grew up on that stuff? Oh, yes. Mm. Bob Kingsley's Country Countdown. <laughs> Every Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, me too. Now, did you, um, when you, what's your earliest memory of, of a country song? Do you, do you have oh, one? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think of those Sundays literally riding around in a pickup after church listening yeah. to that countdown. Uh-huh. I remember being in love with Randy Travis when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> I said I was going to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> It was so funny as a five-year-old. God bless it. You know, um, I just <laughs> I just thought of this story about about Marty Stewart. The, oh the Hall yeah. Of Famer. When yeah. he was a kid, he was in love Connie with Connie Smith, Smith and went to see her. Got her autograph. Got a picture as, as a kid. You know, uh-huh. tells his mom on the way home, "I'm going to marry her someday." And then he, he did. did. <laughs> it's his sweetheart. I love it. <laughs> that is such a cool story. It is. It really is. I didn't marry Randy, but I married somebody his age that has <laughs> a love for country music. And Marty is a great Guy. He is. He, he really is. His yeah. dad was a big songwriter. In this That's time, right? right. Yeah. Want to tell history. us a little bit about that? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Levon, uh, he was around in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Mm-hmm. He had so many stories to tell. I mean, he sat around a pool and and done a guitar pool with Larry Gatlin wow. and people like that. And yeah. Marty remembers sitting on Loretta Lynn's knee when he was like eight years old. Wow. Like, yeah, just insane stuff. But you could just walk up into studios and like offices back then, and mm-hmm. it, it it wasn't quite the same as it is now. I'm not saying that now is bad. It was mm-hmm. just a different world. It was a different world. Yeah. yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, he got an offer one time to get a a radio single release on Merle Haggard, one of his songs. They just asked him to give up half of his writing. It happens. And he said no. No. Yeah. But but he's got, he had a lot of cool stories like that. I've I've heard so many of those stories. Mm -hmm. The most famous was Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Elvis Presley was wanted to do I'll Always Love You. Oh, You want all your publishing. And she's like, no, I don't think so. Probably not. (laughs) He's made enough money on I Will Always Love You to to be able to buy uh, Graceland. You know. know, Yeah. uh, Yeah. So I'm not sure she had any regrets. <laughs> I, after the bodyguard, especially, I would yeah. say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gabby Barrett is just putting it out on a new album. Really? Yeah, cool. So, so maybe it'll be a hit again. You never know. Yeah, you just never yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. So um, when did you learn how to play? Is guitar your first instrument? It is the only up until only? now. I played trumpet in high school marching did, band. Okay. I probably still wouldn't know how to do that. So you had a musical point. training background? A yeah. little bit, yeah. I honestly didn't start playing guitar until... I don't know, about 11 years ago. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kind of okay. wild. I well, was living in Bowling Green. Well, yeah. well, thank you. Yeah, you. You do. Well, I appreciate you it. You must have picked it up kind of quick then. No. No. <laughs> Not really. I had a great teacher, and I was teaching school mm-hmm. at yeah. that time, and so I got busy, and I had to quit my lessons after about a year, but I just kept working at it on my own. So you were a teacher? Yeah. What you teach? I taught third grade the first year and yep, second elementary. grade the second. Yeah, I'm, uh-huh. I was certified elementary and then taught middle school for a little bit through a different kind of program. But yeah, yeah. that's that's that is really cool. Yeah. My wife Patty, English teacher. I you know, know that so, is so yeah. cool. There's so much in common, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Well, I think she's pretty cool, so maybe I'm kind of cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's pretty cool, too. Yeah. So when did you decide that you want to start writing? Was it early, or once you had the guitar, or did you write even before you could play it? It was around the time I started learning how to play guitar. Mm -hmm. Ironically, I wrote a little bit before I took that middle school job, but Mm -hmm. uh, I had an hour to drive back and forth each day Mm. for that. A lot of time to think. Um, And then I also, like, once I got all my work done, at school I would have my planning it wasn't a certified position Mm -hmm. so I didn't spend as much intense time planning and and doing things of that manner and so I'd have time to sit there and collect thoughts and I have all these sheets of grass paper Mm. with sharpie (laughs) writing on it because that's what I could get my hands on at school and then I would get thoughts coming to and from school each day and back then I couldn't play that well and so it was just a bunch of poems Mm -hmm. and stuff so things to draw on, you know, yeah. uh, later on. Yeah. And all great songwriters keep keep a book. Absolutely. A book like that with ideas and, mm-hmm. and lines that they want to use in songs. Right. And I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, still to this day, that's, some, that's something that never never changes. No. Um, you know, and, and so the process is, is pretty interesting. Uh, so for yes. you, uh, just take us through it. Like maybe this next song you're going to play, take us through the process and how it came about. And, oh. And, uh, hmm. you know, and... How it works. We're getting inside the mind of right? Andrea Goodman. Today. That's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend it. You hello, need a, hello, some pretty hello. good seatbelts for that. <laughs> uh, I don't I know. I kid, I kid. I joke, I joke. <laughs> um, it's all kinds of different ways for me. All right, with as you do, a lot of different kinds of people. You have different personalities, different methods. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be more of a lyrically driven person. Sometimes I come up with a melody. A lot of times I depend on somebody else for that because <laughs> some people are just better at it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I tend to come with the ideas and the lyrics and, and you know some of the structure, what have you. But uh, the song that I'm going to play for you next, I wrote by myself. Oh, did you? Yeah. Solo right. One of the one of the few ones. That still happens today. <laughs> it's uh, Every now and then, it ain't a lot. <laughs> I, uh, one 4th of July, I was playing Belgore Taps, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't worn lipstick in a while. Uh-huh. And I was just feeling it, and so I stopped by that CVS on 21st. Uh, around where Vandy is, around in there. Mm-hmm. And I said, whatever jumps out at me, I'm going to buy and mm-hmm. I'm going to wear. And I saw something that said Alabama Red. And I was like, well, that's intriguing. Roll I've Tide. Always, yeah. I've always a, like, a UK and I'm a, fan I know. is rolling tide here. But I now, always... how cute would it be for me to wear blue lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> you never know today. That doesn't look real cute, I wouldn't think. I would not be down with that. Only if you had the blue hair to match. <laughs> and that's not <laughs> happening, so. <laughs> nothing wrong with it if somebody else wants to do it but it don't work on me so, so alabama, uh, red, alabama red yeah and then cool. a few months later i'm driving along hillsboro like going back to where i was living at that moment in time and i got this idea in my head about lipstick but i made it a little more interesting it's not just about a tube of lipstick mm-hmm. it's what all comes with that ah. Okay, so there's more. So, yeah, there, there's more. It sounds really simple, but then it gets a little more complicated. So I, I rushed home and got to my guitar as soon as I could and sat down on my bedroom floor, and it just started flying out. Now, as you know, that doesn't always happen. It doesn't, no. When it does, it's really cool. It is cool. you got to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of a rare circumstance <laughs> with this song. As rare but... as Alabama red lipstick. <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Let's give it a listen. This is Andrea Goodman. This is the song. Songwriter Connection Podcast. 
That Alabama red was $8.99 I wore it to catch your eye tonight I'm not much of a makeup girl But you're changing up my whole world That look of yours is nervous but your lips look so soft It's time for you to lean on in And take my lipstick Is the song? Yeah. And our artist songwriter today, our connection this week is Andrea Goodman. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a cool one, man. And a solo ride, too. That's neat. It was, yeah. yeah. That's neat. I didn't expect that. You were waiting. Ta-da. Yeah. Waiting for him to take that <laughs> lipstick off. Right? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Thank you. You've got a beautiful sounding guitar. It's a Martin. I love the Martin family Aww. of guitars, but that one's got a little story, doesn't it? This is Miss Loretta. <clears throat> it's called Miss Loretta? It is. I love that. Thanks. I did not know that. I would love to meet Loretta. I have tried. And I actually have like an inside to her, but they didn't come through. Mm. And that's, I'm not salty I, at all. I got to meet her once and she's what? the queen that you think she is. She's yeah, amazing. I guarantee Royalty. it. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. being you from will. Kentucky. Yeah. Well, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope. But that's what I named her. Um, and for those listening, one of the reasons I did, it's a, it's got a brown finish. And so, mm-hmm. you know, she's always been a brunette. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I think of, of what I revere and who I revere. And I was like, I'm going to call her Miss Loretta. It's not Loretta. It's Miss Loretta. That's awesome. Yeah. So my dad, um, I guess it was about five years ago now, he asked me, what kind of guitar I would have if I could have any any kind, any brand out there. And I was like, well, I'd love to have Martin. And he was like, okay. So then he keeps sporadically asking me questions about 
guitars and Martins. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> if you know my family, there is no musical no? talent whatsoever. Surprising. Huh. Surprising. Yeah. I don't, yes. I am I am proof in miracles, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's God-given talent. It, it is. is. Yeah. It is. He blessed me. But, uh, yeah, so he knows nothing about instruments or anything of the like. He knows, that, like, the songs that he likes and what he likes to listen to. Outside of that, that's it. He can play a radio. Mm. So, <laughs> um, but he kept asking, and I'm like, would you just, you're being so weird. <laughs> and we have a, a funny relationship. Well, anyway, Christmas comes around and no guitar. And I was like, well, then why has he been asking me about this? And so he told me totally off guard because I was at my parents' house that January. Mm -hmm. And he said, there's a guitar case in the kitchen floor. Why don't you go see what's in it? And I had had a string of not so great luck before then. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what's it going to do? Explode. (laughs) And he's like, just open it. And I did. And I started blubbering. I bet. This guitar was inside. He had saved up. Yeah. Uh. And bought it. He had saved up all that time. He had. And the guy that he works with uh, was kind of an expert in guitars wow. and a musician himself. So he helped him pick it out. Wow. Yeah. He picked you a good one. There's a lot of songs in that guitar. I know. Sometimes you can just pick up a guitar and know. I know. Oh, man. Love. This She's sounds special. Great. There's lots of good songs. Yeah. In this and good songs to come. Right. You know, I just flashed back to um, one of my fondest. This is the Christmas season. So I'd share this story with you. Uh, probably one of the best Christmases ever. Um, I could remember we were, uh, I was uh, 11 years old. My brother was not quite three years younger than me, Rusty. And uh, we had a Christmas tree downstairs and uh, the kitchen and uh, the dining room was upstairs. And so we're down there playing with our, our toys that we got for Christmas, Aww. right? And um, my mom and dad call us up for, for breakfast. And of course, you don't want to go, right? You want to play. Right. <laughs> you guys coming up for breakfast? Come up for breakfast. So we come on up and... In the chairs where we normally sit for breakfast were guitars. <gasps> Two. One for him, one for me. What? Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh my God. Aww. And it was the greatest Christmas gift ever. That and is. They started getting us lessons. Although, you know, really my brother <laughs> didn't need to. My, my brother, Russ, is one of those guys that <clears throat> he could hear a song on the radio and just play it. And really? he was figuring out songs. At the time, I remember Glenn Campbell was really big, gentle in my mind. And yeah. he's playing that before we even, you know, and he's showing me how to do it. And I'm like, how do you? Yeah, yeah. So he, he was always the one go, hey, Russ, I uh, love this song. How do you play it? He'd listen to it and he'd go, he's like, play it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Amazing wild. talent on the guitar. So he was always one, Andrea, where he would figure out how to play it. You know, he could hear it and play it. And me, I'd sit down and I'd want to create new things Things I hadn't heard before. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it like that with you when you first picked it up? It wasn't initially, but it came around to that. Mm -hmm. I remember the first song I ever figured out how to actually like totally put together and and replicate it was Hell on Heels by the Pistol Annies. Pistol Annies. Because that was just released around the time I started learning how to play. Miranda and them. Yeah. (laughs) It's really cool because I saw Ashley Monroe at a show up in Kentucky. I know. She was standing in line for the restroom and I needed to go myself and everybody had bothered her for pictures and all Autographs and all that. She's so beautiful. I know, and awesome. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to do that because, I mean, technically, with what we're trying to do, we need to consider ourselves as peers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, 
not be crazy fans. You can kind of be a fan. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, I'm just going to go up and tell her how much I appreciate her and tell her the story. And so I told her that I opened up every show with that song. Wow. And that was the first one I learned how to play on guitar. Wow. And, and she, she, I think she appreciated it. I bet you she did. Yeah. yeah. She was really sweet. I hear she's having some health issues these days. And we she pray is. that she's, she's doing better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. When I hear it's not life-threatening, but it's a bummer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Something you got to live with. So, anyway, yeah, she's she's just amazing. Yeah. I think, and just so beautiful. She really oh, is. absolutely. I saw her at the Ryman one time with Vince Gill. Oh, and she blew me away. wow. Yeah. It's a really good show. <laughs> the two of them together. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing together. Wow. Amazing together. So, do you think Miss Loretta and you could... could Fix us up with another song. I think so. <laughs> Let's see what what do I want to do? Oh well, you know I could do Bourbon Breakdown. Oh well, yeah, and tell us about this song. So, so uh, this is actually fun. You know who Gerald Smith? Gerald is? Smith, the Georgia yes, I do. Quacker. Tell him. tell him about the Georgia Quacker. Yep. <laughs> so the Georgia Quacker. It's really cool because he was on Hee Haw once upon a time. Yeah, he was. And uh, the Georgia he, Quacker. He yeah. was that the the voice behind that duck. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he told me stories about sleeping in a tent in mm-hmm. the rain to yeah. get to do that and I think they paid him like 600 bucks or something back then. it was something random but, but what people don't on. know about him he is a great songwriter he's an amazing songwriter he's had so many hits he yeah. wrote what part of no for Lori Morgan wow yeah good. and and songs such as that just a precious soul and then uh, John Fountain is a guy that was writing with him a lot at that time and he's amazing also great guy Good friend of mine, he has written number one hits for Marty Rabin in the bluegrass realm. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, really knows. talented gentleman. Yeah. And so, I had never written with them. Um, John found me at Winners one Friday night when I first got here and heard me singing along to the karaoke. And he's like, I need you to fix this demo hmm. that we've got. And so I went in and I did it and Gerald heard me and he's like, well, she, she's not awful. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. But, uh, he said, if you'll do the vocals on this, I'll promise to write at least one song with you. And we went on to write several, but we wrote, uh, the first one, Gerald said, what kind of ideas do you got? And I was like, well, I'm from Kentucky and I had this idea about instead of having a nervous breakdown, why not have a bourbon breakdown? (laughs) And he was like, all right. Good idea. And this has done so well for you. That's what you call your night out. It is. Allie Taps the Bourbon Breakdown, which I think is cool. And we have a bourbon sponsor now. You do? This is recent Cooper's. Cooper's. Out of Kentucky, yeah. Well, I haven't tried that. I'm going to have to. Yeah. At the very next Bourbon Breakdown. That's right. Allie Taps, if you're ever in town on Mondays. You do it every Monday? Dude, every Monday, every Monday, 6 to 10. That's cool. Yeah. Find it when you come to town. All original music. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, got to here in Nashville. The Bourbon Breakdown. Andrea Goodman, who's our guest on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. It's Friday night It's been coming since Monday morning And now it's party time Jim Beam and old Evans waiting Need the neon light I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown It's Friday night It all started on Monday morning I couldn't find my keys Then on Tuesday I spilled coffee all over me 
the hump Thursday got on my last nerve The dead took off at lunch I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown It's Friday night It's been coming since Monday morning And now it's party time Old Woodford and Cooper's waiting Need the neon light I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown Been a friend of mine And just take the edge off And clear my mind I try not to make a habit Out of too much fun But every now and then A girl needs to have her some fun I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown It's Friday night It's been coming since Monday morning now it's party time Oh, Woodford and Cooper's way Beneath the neon light I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown It's Friday night I'm heading for a bourbon breakdown It's Friday night And we're taping this on a Friday, so... We uh, are! And my mouth is watering for a little bourbon. Right? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you, Andrea Goodman. Thank you. <laughs> the bourbon breakdown <laughs> with the Georgia Quacker. Huh? Right. That's really cool. Yeah. Did did was it a learning experience too? Writing with him because he's written so many big hits. Oh, I is know it, like, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did you take from it? Did you was there any particular things that you really learned that stuck in your head? Yeah, I would have to say I was very intimidated going in. Mm, you know, you've yeah. got the history and you have the resume built up and right. you're like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I I got a lot of good ideas from him, ways to go about things. But I also learned about myself, don't be as intimidated. You know what I mean? Like right. realize that you have good ideas also. Right. If you feel strongly about an idea, you know, stick to it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some people, they get really excited and they're like, well, mine's better. And so, <laughs> just uh, just letting the song win, I guess. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, that is really good advice. Yeah, for, it really is. If you're a songwriter out there trying, trying to learn something, that's, that's something to take with you. It is, for yeah. sure. It's important. Yeah. It's always about the song. Everything mm-hmm. else will fall into place. Yeah. It's all about the song, right? It is. NSAI. Right. (laughs) Right. You have a member of the National Song Organization? I am, actually. Right now? Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Great organization to get involved with. It is. And uh, I always tell folks that's a nice place to start if you're thinking about being a songwriter. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Huge network of folks. Did they have a chapter where you grew up? No. No. You just found it here? Yeah, just since Nashville. I'm not Mm -hmm. aware of anything in Kentucky. Okay. I know they have different places in different regions you know we did in cincinnati a very good okay. and active group in cincy good um for a while i was uh, the coordinator for the cincinnati nice. part it's cincinnati and dayton together so okay uh, yeah it's, it's a big group i yeah. play in cheyenne wyoming once a year and they have one out there yes you know yeah. i was going to ask you about that yeah. because you did that not too very long ago yeah and that's a summer. great it's a festival what is it out there it's honestly like a, a CMA fest it is? because you have one of the biggest rodeo events right. all year long, yeah. and then you have all of the the music 
like the concerts on top of it. Mm. And so it's amazing because you bring in all the rodeo folks, right. all the cowboys, and then you've got all the people that love like the the big names and want to come see them. Right. So it's very interesting. Cool. There's a lot of history behind it. It's been going Man, I don't think it's 150 years at this point. I think it's like 125. Wow. I think this last year was 125. Good long time. Yeah. Yeah. I know my friends, uh, Chancey Williams and the Younger Brothers yeah. play out there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember you saying that. Yeah. We saw them at the Outlaw when Did we you? were out there. Yeah. Did they Did do my show. song? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> they, recorded, they recorded, uh, that was one of my first cuts. That was, uh, I they know. recorded Baby I'm Gone. Yeah. I heard you so. playing that when I met you. Yeah. When we were in you know, round together. I always kind of end things on that song. Yeah. Maybe I'm going. You know? That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Very cool. So you must have loved that. must have been a good time. Oh, yeah. You do that every year, huh? Every year. Yeah. And yeah. there have been a lot of songwriters out then, huh? Well, honestly, there's not a ton of us. I no? mean, you've got the big acts that come in, and then you have the regional acts that are going up mm-hmm. the ladder, like like yeah. Chansey and them, and you've got people like Ned Ledoux, Chris's son. Wow. Um, but the only person, as far as like my level of things, was my friend Erica. Erica. And she ended up out there, and she played on the grounds after Erica me Lanza? one day. Erica Sunshine oh, Lee. Sunshine Lee, okay. Mm-hmm. And we then she had some, okay. uh, some shows around town, and I, I showed up that Friday not and we did some stuff together because we've written quite a bit together but yeah nice. wonderful yeah. wow sounds great yeah well i know we got to wrap things up and i know sure. you're very busy but i i would just again i'd like to talk another song out of you and yeah. this loretta the wonderful Miss martin guitar over there loretta i like to name all my guitars too i think it's so <laughs> cool miss loretta she's a good one she is sounds great thank you Actually, this next one um, was with Gerald and John also. I had two songs of ours that I cut on my album that I put out that's online. And um, I was an Uber and Lyft driver back in the day. Not one of my favorite jobs, no. by the way. No. no. One great. No, one great. <laughs> I love the fact that it exists <laughs> to, to get around responsibly and that's such. Right. When you're having your um, bourbon breakdown. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't need to drive. <laughs> um, but I got this idea driving around one day because, you know, I am from the South and a more laid back kind of place. And there's so many different drivers here from so many different places. <laughs> Like NASCAR. Uh, yeah. Um, some are like rates. NASCAR and some <laughs> act like they just walked out of a retirement home and then you mix it all together and it's interesting. I like to tell folks down here, worst drivers. I mean, it, and the reason it's is horrible. the um, horn works, but the, the turn signals don't. Apparently. It does not. No. Have you found that out? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And some people know how to use brakes and not accelerate mm, yeah. and some vice versa. And, yeah. and we have the little spider web that goes around town. So that's a little, <laughs> that do. makes it fun too. That makes it really fun. They, they, I think they got together and thought about how they could make it super interesting. <laughs> and they succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. um, I got to thinking driving one day and I had somebody from Boston in my car randomly and they're like, a why are you from so Boston. Yeah. Was it? yeah. They were like, why are you so nice to the other drivers? And I was like, I don't know. I guess it's just the the small town in me. And I bet you they were laughing like crazy. Because if you uh-huh. think Nashville traffic is bad, you've ever driven in Boston? No. Oh. I'm good. Oh, let me tell you. If let I go, know. I'll have somebody else drive. It's fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. I, I'll hand the keys over. Oh, but uh, I said, I guess it's just a small town in me. And I was like, I think that's There's a song. A... Uh-oh. Ding, 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 ding. Here right. we go. I've been here Going on two years Now and then this city life Gets to me 
That's a great imagery in that song, Thank Andrea Goodman. You. Yeah. What was the small town you grew up in? Liberty, Kentucky. Liberty. That's right. Right in the middle of the state. You're right smack. Well, kind of middle. It's middle. uh, it's directly in between Lexington and the Tennessee state line. There you go. Yeah. All right. Very good. Do you get back much? Yeah, I do some. Uh, my mom, she got remarried, and she's in, outside of Campbellsville, Kentucky. Okay. So I get back there more. Yeah. Um, not quite as much. I get up to my in-laws' farm quite a bit, which is outside of Cave City. Okay. Kind of close to Glasgow, Cave City sure. area, off 65. Not too far off the Bourbon Trail, huh? It's not. <laughs> it's not. There I grew up uh, a half an hour from Maker's Mark. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always one of my favorite bourbons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andrea, I want to thank you for being uh, with you. us on this show. Your music is out there on Spotify, anywhere you get music. Also, oh, you've got a web page. I do. AndreaGoodman.rocks. R-O-C-K-S. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, AndreaGoodman.com wasn't available. So. <laughs> <laughs> .rocks, I think, is even it's better. It's cool. I love it. Shoot. Yeah. Easy to find. Yeah. Thank you. You really Thank are one of the you, sweetest Dave. people here in this town. Same. Likewise. I, it's just a pleasure to know you. Same. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. You know Thank what? You. Uh, next week, we have... Efren White. Efren is such I a cool him. guy in yeah. town. And I'm looking forward to introducing to him, making a new connection here on the Nashville Connection. Catch you next week, okay? Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.